everybody, what's going on? It is Crypto Bobby, and today I want to talk about my crypto investing principles. And this is something that it is not like written on my wall as the Ten Commandments or written in a journal somewhere. But looking back on the past few years that I've been in this space, these are some of the things that I've either generally stuck to and have worked well for me, or alternatively, I have learned along the way through trial error, mostly mistakes. And so this is something that, hey, it might not work well for you or some of these points you might you know, very much disagree with, probably even the first one you might, but I figured I would share them because these are things that have helped me over time to become more successful investing in this space, not blow up, frankly, do pretty well financially. And so figured I would share them. Would love your thoughts too. Like if you agree or disagree with any of these things, it'd be super helpful to understand. But these are generally the things that are, I would consider kind of like my guiding principles in the crypto space. So like I said in the intro, I don't necessarily have these like written down anywhere crazy. This is just kind of my my overall thoughts as to what has worked well for me. And I'll explain why I think this way, as well as why it might work for some other people as well. And the first point, and I think this is especially prevalent when you look at some of the things that have happened recently. For one, if anybody's keeping track of the crazy move on TRB, I'll put a chart on the screen uh, from yesterday on New Year's Eve. Happy New Year's, everybody. Uh, by the way, if you're watching this on January 1st or sometime soon thereafter. But one of the things that personally for me just does not work well, partly because I'm in the United States, although there are decentralized alternatives, but um, one of the things that just does not work well for me is is leverage. And so I typically try to avoid leverage, both long and short in crypto. But I'll talk about why I think that is, but especially on the short side. So I don't trade on leverage really at all. Like every once in a while, I've taken a tiny, tiny percentage of my portfolio and I'll punt it on something, you know, levered long. And every single time that I've done that, I've done that, especially in the past, and this is something I've kind of learned from experience, it causes me way more stress. It causes me way more just tension than it's worth. I could be up or down, and I really, I could be down significant amounts of money on a spot crypto bag. But I'm totally fine with it. I'm totally, totally comfortable with it because at the end of the day, the units are still the same. If you have 10 Bitcoin and Bitcoin drops 10%, at the end of the day, you still have 10 Bitcoin. So eventually, if that price moves back up, which it likely will, you'll be fine. However, if you go into a 10 Bitcoin long and then your <laughs> the price drops 10% and now you have nine Bitcoin, that for whatever reason, just gives me so much stress and anxiety and it just doesn't bode well for me. So I personally avoid leverage in pretty much all of these circumstances. I'm not I'm not a good leverage trader. I'm not somebody who likes to go crazy with things. And in the grand scheme of things, the way and I'll talk a little bit more about kind of like how I, I structure generally like my my eye for investing in the crypto space, but this is an industry where things move 5, 10, 20 50, 100, I've hit 200 Xs before. Do you really need leverage on an asset if you think that it can go 10, 20, 50 X? Like that is a huge multiple in and of itself. 
And those things that tend to go 50x potentially also have 50%, 70% pullbacks, even in bull markets. So if you do use leverage on those assets, you can really hurt yourself in the long run and basically wipe yourself out. So for me, just holding spot bags is perfectly reasonable and fine. And it's just something that that works well for me. Now, on the flip side, on leverage, shorting. I think shorting in crypto is stupid. That's That's my personal opinion. I'm sure some people can do it quite well. Obviously, there are certain times in which shorting in the crypto space has worked out phenomenally well for some people. However, I think in an industry that is as volatile as this, and again, going to that TRB example that can throw up on the chart, whatever manipulation that was, whatever whatever happened there, I have no clue. All I know is shorts got absolutely blown out. And so for me, what whatever the asset is, it is simply not worth the the risk you know the risk reward of of shorting is just not worth it in any way shape or form i have no interest in touching it again for assets that can go up 50x you're going to go and you're going to you know put yourself in a huge risk financially to maybe capture 10 20 50% downside you know, return i don't know that's just for me it is not something i'm interested in doing i think for most people it is not the best move and i also think like one of the big things that I feel like we see very often is people miss out on upside moves in crypto and they get mad and then they try to short it all the way up. Take Sol, for example, recently. Solana moved from whatever it was, 10, 20 bucks all the way up to $100, $120. People were shorting it that whole way up because they were just mad that they missed it in a lot of respect. And they got blown out the entire way versus if they just either did nothing or alternatively, if they bought it on the way up. But for me, again, I think avoiding leverage in any way, shape, or form is really important because I think the the rewards of this industry are good enough if you are simply unlevered that it is not necessary. And then to that point on leverage, I just think shorting is, you know, if you want to go levered along, fine, whatever. Still think you don't need to do that, but I just think the risk risk reward of shorting is horrific in the crypto industry. The second principle that I somewhat follow, I would say, and this is not really intentional, it's just kind of how I've learned that my mind works best and that I'm most comfortable. And again, like you might think that these are the dumbest things in the world. This is just what works for me. And this is kind of from my lens and my personal opinion and and just kind of like how I'm most comfortable investing in this space. And that second principle is is big concentrated bets. And this is something that I've learned over time too. This is not something that like when I really started kind of quote unquote investing in the space in 2017, which is when I kind of actually put more money into it. I was not this way. I probably had 10 plus, you know, if you guys used to watch the the YouTube channel and I would publish my portfolio, like I would have five, six, seven, eight, 10 plus bags sometimes. And that is not how I like to structure things anymore. I am very much more on like big concentrated bets. And the reason for that is because I would rather focus my energy and my attention on a few specific places versus spreading that out too thin. I think that A, there is a ton of uh, advantage in this space if you really understand what's happening on a specific coin or multiple multiple assets 
Um, you know, it could be two, three, like whatever your attention span is. But I think if you are like really in deep on something in particular, it doesn't matter what it is. But if you're in deep on that, it could be, you know, some type of coin. It could be an NFT, like whatever it is. If you understand the catalyst, if you understand all the developments, if you're in deep in Discord or just keeping track of things, I think that there is a lot of alpha there still at this point in time. And so having those concentrated bets, I think kind of gives you that um, that strength. And I think with that too, when I say like big concentrated bets, it's about like high conviction for me. If I am in 10 assets, if I'm in 10 cryptocurrencies, it is very likely that I don't have high conviction in all of them. And for me, I need conviction to be able to hold on the plus side and on the minus side of moves because they both happen all the time. Like for me, one of the best plays I ever had was, was Thorchain in Rune. And I bought that initially at like 10 cents or so, give or take. And the, the moves and the swings on that, that, that I was able to hold that through were pretty wild. Basically going from 10 cents to a dollar to like 30, 35 cents, going back up to a dollar you know, there were moves and then from a dollar, basically straight to 20 bucks, back down to $3, back up to $15. And I was able to hold through pretty much all of that because I had like a really strong degree in of conviction in what the project was doing, the economics behind the coin, and just like the, the contacts that I had with people within that space. And so I had a ton of conviction. And so I was able to hold that big concentrated bet. Versus if it was just like the ninth biggest coin that I held and I saw it going down 50% and I didn't really care about it, but I had a friend maybe who told me about it and I just kind of bought a little bit, I probably would have puked that bag the first second that hit minus 50% because I just didn't care as much about it. And so for me, I like to have these like bigger bets and that might be one, two, three, probably three max where I'm just in it and I, I know what's happening. And I know even if it goes down, which it probably will because this is crypto, even if it goes down for a bit, I'm comfortable holding it because I have some type of thesis on it you know, in the medium to long term. And that tends to work well for me. I think another thing too of why I like, like the big concentrated bets is because going to the, the subject of the 50, the 100Xs, if you hit 100X, that's awesome. But if you put $100 into it, that's probably not going to change your life. If you put a, I, I don't know what a, you know, a large or big bet is for you, but if you put a substantial bet on that 100X, hey, that might be a $10,000 bet that then turns into a million dollars. That's pretty damn life-changing for basically everybody in the world. And so whether $10,000 is a big bet for you or not, um, I think like sizing appropriately and sizing big for specific opportunities, like I would rather, I would rather size and go in kind of with, with strength into these bets versus just peppering around a bunch of little small bets. Because if one of them does really, really outperform, that's awesome. But on the flip side, like, am I going to take full advantage of it? And that's something that I want to try and do and just kind of have that conviction in doing so. This is something that we're probably talking about a little bit less right now as things seem pretty damn positive. I myself am, I would say, very positive going into 2024. I think most people are, um, which somewhat is a little bit scary, but hey, that's for another day. However, one thing I think is, is really, really important 
in the crypto space is, is simply to survive. And that could be on the run up, that could be on the run down, whatever it is. I think you just need to stay in the game. And I'll talk a little bit more about that kind of post fact. But I think staying in the game is wildly important because if you blow up, if you go bust, if you go to zero, if you go to negative, whatever it might be, if you do not survive, you are not going to be able to take advantage of the 10, 50, 100 X's that are available in this space. So I think like for me, that's that's a huge thing to try and do on a consistent basis is to put yourself in a position to survive. And so that could be from a hardware wallet security perspective. That could be from an exchange perspective, like whatever, whatever that might mean for you. I think it's just something like always we've seen all the blowups. We've seen FTX and we've seen all this type of crazy things happen. You've seen three arrows and and like all of the the industry kind of turmoil that's happened. Same thing happened in 2017, 20, or post-2017, 2018, 2019 for a lot of different companies and individuals. And, and so I think that you know, while things are looking good, this might be a little bit less prevalent. However, it's still the mindset that, that I try to have going into things. And I think that is important to try to do. And to that point, and again, this is like maybe a little bit less prevalent right now because I think people are, are very much paying attention and are very much interested. The same could not be said for 2023 for, I think, a lot of people. Um, however, this is something that I think is, is probably like the most important thing in crypto. And it is to really never lose interest and to, to always pay attention. And it's a lesson that I learned the hard way, frankly, in between 2013 and 2017. And there is a, a video clip that I'll, I'll try and link to. I, I think I have it somewhere. I could put it in here. But Kobe who I'm sure everybody knows, uh, said on the All In podcast, he really like summed it up perfectly because he's much more eloquent than I am. And he talked about you know, staying in the game, staying interested. And my kind of learning from this was in 2013, like December 2013, I started mining Dogecoin within the first like two weeks of it being in existence. I had basically zero disposable income. I was still, I think, a year out of college. I was making like practically zero money after rent in Washington, D.C. Uh, so I didn't really have much money to be investing in the space. I also, again, didn't have a ton of like real, real conviction. And I was messing around with Dogecoin with a little bit of Bitcoin. And I did that for about three months. I had fun. I was mining it. I was uh, you know, mining Bitcoin on like the little USB ASIC miners when they first came out that were pretty fun to mess around with. It was like 0.01 Bitcoin a day, which didn't seem like anything at the time, but now is, is frankly a pretty good amount of money. And I lost interest pretty quickly uh, after a few months. And I had a friend that kind of got me back into the space in like early to, to mid 2017. However, I missed that 2014, that mid 2014 really to 2017 window. And if I was involved in that, there was a ton of wealth generation that happened in that space. If you invested in the Ethereum ICO, if you did anything along those lines, you are now wildly, wildly wealthy. And I thought to myself, and I basically, I didn't get like super mad at myself, but I lost interest and that was 100% my fault. And so when I got back in in 2017, I started making the Crypto Bobby videos in August of 2017, uh, just to kind of like air my thoughts and things like that. 
I said to myself, you know, no matter what happens, I'm not doing that again. I am not losing out on those opportunities again. And basically the exact same thing happened in 2017. There was a crazy sick run up. It was super, super insane. Um, and then 2018 happened and crypto basically nuked and went sideways for two years until 2020. And I stayed in and I stayed interested. And because I stayed interested, as well as I was employed at that point in time, I worked at AirSwap. So I was kind of in the DeFi ecosystem really, really early on. Because of that, I found something like Rune at 10 cents. That's now at five, six bucks, went all the way up to 20 bucks. I found all these different DeFi projects that I was able to invest in. And frankly, like that changed my life and, and kind of my trajectory and things, which has been pretty awesome. And so that's has has shaped me very much. And so even post FTX blow up, post uh, three arrows, all the negative things that have happened in this space, I have kind of vowed every day basically to never lose interest and to always pay attention because you never know when those big opportunities are going to arise. And a lot of times the best opportunities, frankly, are during the bear markets. You think about all the things that happen and when you're in a bull market and something's up 100x, you're like, oh man, if I had only invested in that when it was 10 cents and now it's a bajillion dollars or whatever it is, like if you pay attention, you have those opportunities. You can dollar cost average. You don't have to do anything crazy, but those opportunities are really there for you if you don't lose interest. And I think that is such a kind of guiding principle for me. And I learned it, frankly, the hard way because I probably missed out on like generational wealth from not investing from 2014 to 2017. So investing in what you know in the crypto space, I think is important. And I'll caveat this by saying, I think nobody knows jack shit most of the time in the crypto space. Some people know a lot more than others. Obviously, there's some gigabrains online that are basically geniuses. I myself am not one of those people. However, I would say I know more than some in certain areas. And because of that, I choose to invest in those areas. And sometimes that pays off really well, and, and sometimes it hasn't. Like right now, I still really like DeFi. That is the area that that I know. That is the area that I am most interested in. I find just like the most fascinating to me. I'm not great with layer ones. I'm not great with NFTs. I'll like punt a little bit here or there, maybe in some of them, but like it's just not, it's not what I really know. I'm not a incredible technologist that can understand some of the you know, nuances between Solana and then Ethereum and then Celestia and Eigenlayer and, and all those types of things. Like I I can maybe understand it at a super high level, but it's not like what I know at the core. And so for me, I try to stay true to like the things that I either know a little bit about or um, actually like keep track of and, and study. And I think that that is for me a really good way to approach things because the crypto space is challenging enough in and of itself. And so trying to put your money in areas where you feel like maybe you have a, a specific edge. And for me, I think that like that is DeFi to me. That's like the area that I've worked in professionally that I have spent the most time studying, whether it is just you know, materials, discord, coins, you know, everything around that. Like that's that's what is most interesting to me. And so that is where I choose to to do things. And that might be very different for you. Like some people are are just 
sick with meme coins. I'm terrible. I I I always mess up meme coins. Some people are are great you know, sniping new launches or are really good with NFTs and kind of understanding the culture around NFTs and like what's going to do well. Some people are you know, just want to invest in Bitcoin dollar cost average or Ethereum or you know whatever it is. I think trying to figure out what you know best and what you're most comfortable with is a is a good thing and. For me, that's that's one of the principles that I try to follow for the most part. Although, if I'm being honest with myself and honest with you, there are many times that I can stray from that because I have a friend that's like, hey, this is the, the hot new thing. And so I might put a little bit of money into it and just have no idea what's happening. And so it is, I'm not always perfect with this. I'll, I'll say that. Sometimes there'll be some hot new thing and I'll be, like, oh, okay, maybe this like trend is cool and and somebody else is talking about it and I'll try and do it. And then I'll probably inevitably lose money because I just don't have the conviction in it or don't know anything about it. And you know, every time you learn something, but that's, that's just kind of the game here. So the last principle, and this is something that I've learned a little bit to slash seen from experience is when you cash out, cash out. And what I mean by that is if let's say we are all in a fortunate position or you are in a fortunate position in 2024, where the coins go up a lot and you have an opportunity to take some profit. And you might be sitting there also thinking to yourself, I am just going to be, you know, long Bitcoin or long Ethereum forever. And that's, that's great. You know, it's great because you don't have to pay taxes if you never sell. So more power to you. But on the flip side, if you are somebody that makes life-changing money and you want to cash out, when you cash out, cash out. And when I say that, I'm talking about like keeping money in the crypto ecosystem. And this is something that I think a lot of people unfortunately learned the hard way in 2022, 2021. But there were countless people that made a shit ton of money in the last cycle. And they're like, all right, made a ton of money, made millions of dollars. I'm going to just, I'm going to go into a safe crypto investment. I'm going to put my money into UST. And I'm going to sit it in anchor and I'm going to make 20%. So yes, I just made a hundred X on this coin. I made a you know, million dollars. I made 10 million bucks. I'm going to just throw it all in UST and I'm going to make you know, 20% a year. And that's going to be sick. Or I'm going to put it in FTX because FTX pays 7% or 6% on US on USD or USDC or USDT. And I'm going to make a little bit of interest there. Or maybe I'm going to LP like a USDC or USDT pool on some random ass like third uh, Uniswap uh, competitor on a L2 somewhere. Instead of doing that, you've already made the 100x. You've already made the 50x. The marginal benefit of making that extra 6% or that 20% or whatever it might be is probably not worth it. Take the money, put it in a bank account, put it in a savings account, put it in treasuries, put it in wherever but probably don't leave it like within the crypto ecosystem. And it's going to be tempting. And I'm probably going to be tempted by this too, because you think about the opportunity cost and how much money you can make in a, you know, in some random interest earning thing versus what you can make in a treasury bill or in a savings account. But the risk of potentially blowing up in maybe, maybe Terra was something that, a lot of people are talking about blowing up, but in, in fact, like there were a ton of people that were super bullish on it and had a ton of money in it. But then even FTX, like FTX, Genesis, BlockFi, all these places, 
were deemed to be in a lot of cases, like very safe. Like I think most people were pretty comfortable keeping millions of dollars of USDC or US dollars, whatever it is, earning a percentage yield in those places after that they made money. And so if you are so lucky as to make a ton of money in crypto, been there and have seen this happen and have experienced it, if you do get the opportunity to make a lot of money, when you cash out, move it to a place that is outside of the crypto ecosystem. You can always take that money and move it back in. And that's something that for me, I kind of had to understand and get comfortable with. Like, I love crypto. I I don't like being, I am much more uncomfortable being underexposed to crypto than I am being overexposed to crypto. So in the last cycle, I was like, I don't want to cash out. I don't want to move anything here. Like, what, what about the upside? What about if I cash it out, then I'm never going to be able to get back in. If you take money out, you can eventually put it back in. Quickly, slowly, whatever it is, there's going to be opportunities to do so. So just kind of move that flight to safety versus putting it in something risky within the space for extra yield so that you can actually survive. And so these are, again, the guiding principles for me. I don't, I'm not perfect at following them. This is something that I kind of sat down the other day and was thinking about this video. Like, what do I do? What do I actually follow? What do I believe in? in this space that's kind of helped me to be successful um, or alternatively that I've had to learn the hard way that I've been very unsuccessful and it's doing this kind of new principle for me is, has helped to improve my abilities within the space. And I hope this was helpful for you. If again, like if you agree or disagree strongly with any of these, I would love to hear from you, you know, in the YouTube comments or on Twitter from the podcast, any of that. Again, I hope you're enjoying some of these videos. It's fun to be back and talk about some of these things that I enjoy talking about. And until next time, thanks so much. Crypto Bobby signing out. Have a good one. Peace.